Welcome to Raised on It, folks. Um, just kidding. I gotta go watch the OC all over. Bye. Right. Oh man. Ah. They, could they make that into a country song? They could. I, I bet think, they, I bet yeah. they could find a way. Yeah. Mm. So you're going to California in a few I days, am. right? Yes. Yes, I am going to California in a couple days. Northern California, where it's like 55 degrees, but hey, I'm not complaining. It's snowing here. Mm-hmm. You're going to Napa, right? Napa Valley, Wine Valley. So We're not yeah. hiding the wine. No, no, definitely not hiding the wine. Uh, so we thought we'd we'd make it California theme for this podcast, yes, right? Because uh, stereotypical country music, people like to think, and for the most part, is true. Their singers are from the South, Georgia. Tennessee, Louisiana, so forth and so forth. Texas, maybe a few. But we got a few uh, repping it out in, in yeah. Cali. Yeah. No, I have uh, 10 notable names as as far as artists from California. All right. Um, Gary Allen. Yes, sir. You know, he's a Californian. I did. Cam. Cam, yes. Love Cam. Cam's last name is? Rin. Okay. Glenn Campbell. Yep. Going way back in the day. Our dude, Devin Dawson, who we just saw. Yes, he is. Lee Greenwood. I did know that. You knew that one, yeah. too? All right. A quick Wikipedia does wonders. <laughs> we probably read the same article. Merle Haggard. Like the quintessential one, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, John Party. Yes. Oh, Johnny. Tyler Rich, an yes. up-and-comer. Uh, Dwight Yoakam. Dwight. And Brett Young. Brett. Yeah, I was reading, actually, about how... Like, between, like, a lot of the formidable country artists from California, they're different experiences. Like, John Party grew up in Northern California on mm-hmm. a ranch, so he lived a very country Rural. life. Yeah. I think we forget that California, you think Hollywood or, like, the beach, Malibu, mm-hmm. all that. But it's a huge, like, dairy producer. Dairy producer? Is that yeah. a thing? Okay. Uh, rural and, like... Like John, just he's like, yeah, we would just find some old dirt road and blast some country music, and yeah, I think once you get away from the coast, it's yeah, like any other area, it's yeah, mountains and rural and that sort of thing. Simple kind of life that uh, attracts the the country music listener. Yeah, Gary Allen was one that surprised me. I mean, not that I sit here and say, oh, he must be from Kentucky or something, <laughs> but um, yeah. I didn't strike me as a Southern guy. No, that's true. And Cam's someone that I love her voice and yes. the music. And I hope that in the coming years she gets some more recognition and some I feel like songs. she's going to go more pop. I feel like like she even said to an article, California is so, like, it's like a different country in itself, just so mm-hmm. wide and, and yeah. diverse that the country sound doesn't have to sound like the country that comes out of nashville or right you know so i right. think her sounds very unique it's country but it's got a different uh flair to it yeah and then that leads to like a bright young like he's he's got such a unique voice to begin with yes and uh, do you know how we got turned on to country music no so apparently there was like this one radio station and he would turn it on to annoy his sister and it was a country station <laughs> um and so he turned on to annoy her and then he just kind of Oh, well, it's not that bad. Like, Tim McGraw is a big first one, and now his sister likes country, and that's how it happened. Bye. That's crazy. Yeah. So he was just trying to pick on his sister. Yes. See, thank God for siblings. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think how I could do this, but... 
No, you putting Taylor Swift is, is not. Yeah, I know. That was, that was exactly <laughs> my thought process. Like, I could play Taylor Swift, but I like Taylor, so. Yeah. Yeah. But nice try. Um, I did some, like, research, historical research oh. a little bit. Do you Nothing. have sources to cite? Uh there's a lot of links and numbers to sources from the Wikipedia page <laughs> I copied. Um, so there's this thing. It's called the Bakersfield sound. Yes. Um, basically, it's this genre of country music that I'm reading word for word here. It was developed in the mid to late 50s in and around Bakersfield, California. Um, and it's the first kind of genre of country music that was significantly influenced by rock and roll. And as a result, it relied heavily on like electric instruments, um, a significant backbeat, um, and it was kind of their way to rebel against um, some of the more traditional sounding country Na- Nashville sound. Um, and then out of that came your Merles, your yes. Glens. Um, and I heard actually, I don't know if this is true. Like after, um, so. The Country Music Association, the CMAs, that organization was formed. A lot of some artists were, um, they wanted to go out west to California to the bright lights of, of Hollywood and strike it out there. And then they formed like the Academy of Country yeah. Music. It reminds me of the colonists breaking free from <laughs> the Redcoats. England, yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, not really. I, I can see the parallels. And yeah, then it's kind yeah. of funny because then they got sure. the, the ACMs were first, and then the next year was the CMAs. That is true. Uh-huh. Yeah, the true ACMs. revolutionaries. True. That is very true. Um, anything else significant? I mean, I know like Stagecoach. Is on my bucket list. Oh yeah, it's like a huge festival in like Southern California. Um, I think it's harder to determine nowadays where each artist is from based on their music. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can tell like in Brett Young, he's got maybe more of a, a ocean beachy feel to him, but so does Kenny Chesney. Yeah, that, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, Devin Dawson. You know, you get the more rocker kind, but I think it's just I don't know. You kind of wonder why. There aren't more, yeah. From from that neck of the woods, but I get it. It's you got to go cross country if you really want to make it. You got to go to Nashville, right? And I think I mean that's a. I was thinking too, but like the Midwest, like in my opinion, I would do some. I'm literally throwing this claim out here with no proof of anything, but I just don't know of that many Midwestern country singers. And you would argue that the Midwest has some of the biggest. Country fans and biggest yes. musical festival, music festivals. Fred Eldridge, Martina McBride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think isn't who's from Michigan, Trisha. No, oh. maybe I'm making that up. Oh, I didn't think so. Was she from the South? I thought. Yeah. Anywho. Anyways. So yeah, so, yeah I will um, put my California country playlist on as I'm flying across the country and revel in the the great sounds of California country music. Yes. I guess, you know, I, I kind of knew in the back of my mind that John Party was from California, but it's so weird because <laughs> him and like the others, like, right, like Gary Allen and Brett and Devin and Tyler Ridge, like, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, John Party's someone that you can, you'd picture. He's got the boots and the hat, yeah. the voice even. Seems like a Mississippi, Georgia yeah. kind of guy. And I like that he's from California. Yeah. Full of surprises. Exactly. And it's timely that we're doing California because 
the ACMs originated yes. in California. And it's timely because just this morning, Reba announced the Reba. nominees. So I'm not going to go... Do you go category by category? Sure, I have some qualms. Okay. Um, we'll start at the top okay. and go to the bottom. Um, we'll come back, I think, sometime before the April show and make our official... Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm not going to say who I think or anything. Okay. I just have some th- thoughts, yeah. maybe, on some of them. So, Entertainer of the Year is Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, Kenny Chesney, Chris Stapleton, and Keith Urban. Rapid reaction? I like the category. Not sure what Reba's fuss was about a woman not being in it. I don't think a woman deserved to this year. That's fair. Uh, and the ACMs we should note are literally from January to December of the prior year, right? So of 2018, right? Whereas like the CMAs are like mid-year, so this actually mm-hmm. makes sense. Good job, ACMs. Yeah, and it, but it is a little tricky to like go back to January 2018 because like Russell Dickerson's song "Yours," that's when it went to number one. Yeah, even though 2017 it was really on like the airways, right? And yeah. 2018 was more of like Blue Tacoma. So yeah, um, yeah, that's a very good point. This category, this next one, is interesting. Very. Ooh, yeah, I have. I, I've literally thought about this the entire day, and I keep going back and forth. Female Artist of the Year. Yeah. We have Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Maren Morris, Casey Musgraves, and Carrie Underwood. Um, it's, Notably absent yes, is I'm Kelsey little, Ballerini. She should be on there. I would agree. I would take Carrie off. Well, No. Yeah. How take Miranda off. Right. She's more Pistolani's last year. But that would also I mean, I feel like that factors into it, right? You know I can't take Ashley McBride off. Right. Well, what? I mean, I am I'm a sucker. I love Ashley yeah. more than Kelsey. But Carrie came back like with her album and stuff. Carrie had a new Marin. album. Marin should be off of it. Marin had a couple a one number one song, maybe two. She had some songs on the charts. Um, Casey Musgraves, the new album that won yeah. all the awards and stuff. I'm, she's probably the favorite to win the category. Yeah, I didn't think Carrie would win the CMA, so who really knows at this point? Yeah. I would say, I mean, in Miranda's defense is that she was on a number one song with Jason Aldean. She had a big tour. She did the Pistol Annie's yeah. thing. On the contrary, what I will... It is notable that Kelsey Ballerini is not nominated, but... Is this a sign of what's to come? Because right. there, there is this, and it still is a concern where females aren't getting played on country radio, but there is this next generation of female artists coming that it's like, okay, Carly Pierce isn't on the list. Right. And you can make the argument that she could be, she's just as yeah. you know qualified to be nominated. I'm very like surprised to see Ashley McBride's name on there, but... I think, it, I mean, she was nominated for a Grammy. Like, mm-hmm. it's about time she gets some recognition. Yeah. Which, can we take, like, two seconds, maybe more, to talk about, like, Miranda Lambert becoming a wife and a stepmom within, like, three months? Sure. You start. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Like, What the heck? So, I'm not surprised. It's kind of her MO of... The, the types of men that she's attracted to or her past relationships. Blake was married before, right? Or he was in a relationship. Yes. Ooh. Oh, um, I like this. Good job, Aaron. So that was one. And then when her and Blake ended, she went to, I think, uh, another country Evan? artist. Yeah. I'm not sure if he had a girl oh, there or was not. Someone, oh, Evan but, was the most latest one, I think. But no, I think there was someone... Before him. There was someone after Evan oh. that... 
and this is where out of the blue, like I thought she was still with this guy because I think there was a previous one, and this is where it gets confusing because yes, I don't really pay attention. She said in August she was single, so okay, so before August, I think beginning of 2018, she started dating a guy who was in her band who was married and had a kid and stuff oh. and called that marriage off because of that. Fast forward. Holy buckets. She's got some good writing material. Right. So now her husband had been engaged, <laughs> cheated on his fiance. Che- the cheated situation turned into a um, baby. A baby. Yes. That was born in the same month that he met Miranda. Yeah. And he's an NYPD blue. I mean, this this guy probably back in August was just living a normal life, and now he's <laughs> yeah. now he's getting pulled off his ranks in Times Square, patrolling as people are coming up to him and yeah, taking pictures and and the whole works. He is cute, so I mean, whatever, girl, you do you. I hope you're happy. What do you put the over under on? Not a, long. A year? I'll give him a year. I'll take the under. Okay. <laughs> what are we at? February. Got to bring him to some award shows. I don't know. Yeah. All right, we can go to the next category. Male artist, Dirks, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, Chris Stapleton, and Keith Urban. Um, did Luke tough get category. snubbed? Did Luke Bryan get snubbed? Did he? And did Kane? Kane always gets snubbed. Kane always gets snubbed. That was kind of my initial reaction, too. But it's it's a tough category. Um, also, side note, um, did you see that the Bryans adopted that like 18-year-old dog? Yeah. And then he died. Oh, he did? You didn't see Caroline's post today? No. Oh, he passed away. And I was just... Random fact of the day. I just thought it was was so sweet and so sad. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's just my thought. He should be nominated for Male Vocalist of the Year because of that. All right. Well, that was a 360 roundabout way to get there. You're welcome. Duo of the Year. Our main guys, Dan and Shay. Dan and Shay. Brothers Osborne, FGL, Low Cash, and Maddie and Tay. Think this is a three-headed monster between it's FGL. Two. I don't Dan think FGL has a. I really don't. I think it's between Brothers Osborne and Dan and Shay. I'm gonna really get. Do. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, um, maybe. I mean, yes, FGL had. What's that song called again? Simple. Oh yeah, meant to be. But I think mm, I would expect them maybe for like the CMAs this fall with hmm. their album and stuff, and they're gonna be back on tour. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Group of the year, Lady A, Lanco, Little Big Town, Midland, and Old Dominion. Yep. I, I think this is Old Dominion's to lose. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to see Lady A to come back on top. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, song of the year, Break Up in the End by Cole Swindell, Broken Halos, Chris Stapleton, Meant to Be by FGL and BB Rexa, Space Cowboy, Casey Musgraves, Tequila by Dan and Shay, and Yours by Russell Dickerson. Yours surprised me because it's just been, he's had two singles since then. Right. Well. He's on his second. He's on, yeah, it just kicked in. I know. It's, mm, break up in the end, like, I'm surprised at how much accolades that's gotten from, like, mm-hmm. the Grammy to this. I think it's very well written. Yeah. Broken Halo seems kind of old, too, doesn't it? Um, I looked into this one. I think it was, like, a early 2018. Kind of, it was on, like, okay. the same time as... Russell's yours. I mean, that's when yeah, Tequila came out in two thousand January two thousand eighteen, but didn't really. Mm-hmm. I was also reading because I'm just looking at Tequila for Dan. I he's like nominated for more as like a a songwriter and producer. He has like four extra nominations. Yeah, than he, Dan I think and he's, Shay. Up, he's up. 
Dan shaved a total of six, and Dan himself has ten. Ten, yes. Crazy. Wild. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Some of the, like, the new artist ones are interesting. Yeah. Um, New female, Daniel Bradbury, Lindsay L., Ashley McBride, Carly Pierce. Great category. Great. Anyone I'd be happy with. Same. I would Um, agree. Time out. Mm. Daniel Bradbury, I don't think I would be okay with. Because? I just think the other three have done more. I would disagree. Okay, that's fine. I think, I mean, Daniel has, her albums came out two years ago, I think, or a year and a half ago, um, around the same time as Lindsay L and Carly Pierce's, so I think they're all on the same kind of track. Yeah. Carly's had more success as far as singles. Lindsay L's cracked, I think, like the top 20. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Daniel Bradbury, the duet with Thomas Red, how far that's gotten. I don't but, either. Um, I and think it's Carly's to lose. Yeah, I would agree. The new male one, oh, tough. I, Jimmy Allen. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Luke. Luke Holmes. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So Jimmy Allen, Luke Holmes, Jordan Davis, Michael Ray, and Mitchell Tenpenny. I could totally see Mitchell Tenpenny winning this because oh. Drunk Me was such like a yeah a viral mm. sensation. Jordan Davis, though, I would tough. agree. Yeah. I could see any one of those five. The new vocal duo or group, interesting category. Yes. There's only three, High Valley, Lanco, and Runaway June. Do the CMAs have, CMAs has like new artists, Just right? new artists. There's no female, male, or Correct. group. Correct. I kind of like this with the ACMs. I do too. You I, go, Glenn Coco. Who do you think is going to win this one? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Lanco. You think so? Yeah. Part of me thinks that, but part of me also thinks Runaway June mm. can sneak in there. I thought High Valley. Oh, they are a duo. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, album of the year. Mm. Dan and Shay for Dan and Shay. I know you're not a fan of the complete project. Right. Eric Church's Desperate Man. Obviously has my vote. Chris Stapleton's From a Room, Volume 2. Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour and Dirk Bentley's The Mountain. You know what's crazy is... Dan and Shay's might be my least favorite overall. Hmm. Yeah, you you just you've just never been. I never got on board with. I mean, I like individual songs, but I, I don't know if it's worthy of album of the year to compared be to the others. In compared this to the others, All right, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Single of the year. Oh, God. and you're gonna have some gripes here. A lot of them. Just oh. one, actually. Okay. Okay. A lot. Here's my <laughs> only one. We have Jake Owens down to the honky tonk. Kane Brown's Heaven, FGL and BB Rexa, Meant to Be, Luke Bryan's Most People Are Good, and Dan and Shay's Tequila. And I know you're not a fan of Jake Owen's song. When it has the lyrics, I got a girl named Sheila, she goes batshit on tequila, is nominated for single of the year. It's a clever rhyme. Are there no other songs? I just, I saw this and I almost threw my phone. Interesting. I'm going to gripe about this for the next month and a half until the awards are. I It does not deserve to be in this category. Okay. Are you kidding me? Then put breakup in the end on it. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Do people like this song? It's catchy. It's catchy. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> oh. uh, we'll bookmark this one for a few weeks. It's just not a good song. I mean, it's very not Jake Owen, I feel. Like, I thought he was going the beachy direction. Whatever, he can do what he wants, but it's just not a good song. And it's a disgrace that it's in the category. <laughs> Ooh, like, why do people vote for this? 
I'm going to be rooting for that one to win now. No, you won't. Yeah, well. No, if that one wins, I don't think he's ever even won an ACM award. If that's the first one he wins, what a joke. Huh? It's always a time for a first, right? Oh, no. <clears throat> uh, video of the year, Babe featuring Sugarland and your favorite gal pal, Taylor Swift. I like that music video, though. That is a good music video. I like the video. song, yeah. Midland's Burnout. Yeah, solid video. Dirk Bentley and Brothers Osborne's Burning Man. I think that's a pretty clever video. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Jansen's Drunk Girl, um, Brother Osborne's Shoot Me Straight, and Dan and Shay's Tequila. Who won the CMA? Was that Marry Me by Thomas Rhett? I think so. Where's he? Uh, my guess is it was... The Did it just not fit? Was it... I think that was like a 2007... Because remember, the CMAs do like... Halfway through yeah. the year, like was that a 2017? It caught it. I don't know. I'll find it's out. But very confusing. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. Um, Anyways, and we... the two other main categories: music event of the year, uh, Burning Man, Dirksen Brothers Osborne. Then we have Jason L. D. and Miranda Lambert with Drown the Whiskey. Everything's gonna be all right, featuring Kenny Chesney and David Lee Murphy. Which one? The CMA one. Yes, meant to be. BB Rex and Florida Georgia Line, and. This one I'm a bit confused about. Yes. Keeping score by Dan and Shay and Kelly Clarkson because I think it's one of the best songs on the album. They should release as a single at some point. However, they haven't. Did I miss them singing it together somewhere? Exactly. They haven't performed it yet. Yeah. And that's why I just don't understand like what Right. No, I that one got me too. I I could I could almost understand if they had announced that this was their next single. Mm-mm. Maybe, but it's just so. Odd. Can it just be anything on any album? I mean, if if say Dirks hadn't released Burning Man, it was just sitting on his album. Could it obviously have been nominated? Yeah, I would think so. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, then I nominate Devin Dawson and Chili and Jacqueline <laughs> as a replacement. Yes, where I can't agree. trust myself. That's fair. Well, as much as we love Dan and Shay, if they win that, we'll just in our minds we'll just give that to Jillian. And yeah. Dan. Oh, for sure. Fair. Yeah. Why isn't she nominated for like new female vocalist? I don't know. She just because she doesn't have like a full length album. Yeah, maybe that's why. She'll get there. I hope so. Uh, the only other category is songwriter of the year. Some notable names: Ross Copperman, Ashley Gorley, Shane McAnally, Chase McGill, and Josh Osborne. Shane or Josh or Ashley? Yeah, or Ross. Ross. I mean, they, they're, yeah, they're, I mean, any good. of them. Yeah. Um, I also don't know if this is something that's going to happen, but they usually do like an artist of the decade at the ACMs. Mm. And the last one was 2009 and it was for the years of 2000, 2009. And it was won by George Strait. The nineties was, um, Garth and the eighties were Alabama. And I don't remember before that, Huh? but they always do it in the nine year. So you're saying they do it for 2010 to, to now? 2009, 2019. So then I started thinking. Who? Who would you pick? Would it be Carrie? Would it be a Luke Bryan or a Blake Shelton? Um, I wouldn't, no, not Blake. I think Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. I mean, he he cleans up at this he award really show. He really does. Yeah, I think it's Luke, Jason, or Carrie. I would lean Jason just because yeah. I feel like he's one, one Kenny? more. Mm. He's never really slowed down. No. And like the stadium tours he goes on, I can see that as something. I guess in your mind, when I say 2010 to now, what artist comes to mind? 
Like I right think away. of Luke. Okay. So it's like a Luke. Yeah. Eric Church. Yeah. Yep. That would be. I mean, I was watching, this was a while ago, the opening to the CMAs one year, and it was when Jason, Luke, and Eric had that song. That's the only way I know. Oh, yeah. And they opened the show, and it was like these three, and that was like, I think it was 2012. I think that's when, now that they're not still all there, but they were the hot stuff mm-hmm. of the country. Oh, it was so good. That was good. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just my uh, little nugget of. That's interesting. Who do you think it would be? Yeah. It's got to be someone that's. Like, I don't see Dirks winning it. No. You can make a case for, like, Lady Antebellum because they first kind of got hot around that time. I'm also going to make a case for Miranda Lambert because this is also an award show she traditionally She's won the most. cleans up at. She has won the most ACMs 30, I think. I'm changing my vote. It's going to be, it's either going to be Miranda or Jason Aldean. That's my two. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now what do we got? That's it. That's Go it. home. Call her a wrap. Uh, what new artist or what song are you listening to right now? Um, So this one's kind of new-ish. It's... It's Rumors, Rumor by Lee Bryce. Oh, I got yeah. really into that. Um, but then this came on my um, release radar one week in Spotify. It's called Forever's Gotta Start Somewhere. It's by Chad Brownlee. Hmm. He's Canadian. Oh, yeah. So when I, <laughs> wow, way to be stereotypical. <laughs> so when I went to like see, oh, I wonder if he has like an EP or something because I just don't really know. Also, this. Oh, never mind. Um, he has like one, two, three, four albums from like 2012 on. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of songs I need to listen mm-hmm. to. But I listened to like the most recent, and he has a new one coming out this year, and he's a good one. I just what was his name again? His name is Chad Brownlee. Chad Last Brownlee. name is like Brown and Lee, L E E. Okay. I first call them Brownie because I can't read, but it's Brownlee. Anyways, so yeah, um, Forever's Gotta Start Somewhere. It's like his most played on Spotify, at least. It has like over 1.3 million listens. But, I mean, the, the top five that I've listened to, there's hmm. not a not a bad one there. I'll have to check them out. Do it. Uh, I don't have like a new artist that I'm obsessed with at the moment, but there's a song that I have on repeat and repeat and repeat. I wonder what it could be. Are you low on some cash? No, I'm actually, I have, I never carried cash on me, but I had a lot of cash now. Uh, Kissing a Girl by Low Cash. They released it on Friday. They have a new album coming out in March, I believe. It's just so good. It is so well written. Lyrics are so good. The lyrics. So it's written by this guy named Thomas Fincham. Okay. And some fun facts about this guy is he was actually on the 2008 Olympic team as a platform diver. Where they go way up and yes. they do like the flips and spins and all that. Uh, him and his teammate placed fifth in the synchronized, and then he placed tenth individually. Wow! So then he's, but he's a songwriter. I really now. hate people that can be successful in more than one thing. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me bonkers. But good for him. Yeah. I just love it's. I mean, Lil Cash. They have the party anthems. They can get you know. You walk, they walk into a room and like the party starts. Yes, but, but they're good guys. They can yeah. they can dig down. Deep. And they're both fathers. Yes, and I think this song. That's why the last course got to me. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. a good go. Check it out. Kissing a girl by Low Cash. Um, it's just worth it. Just do it. We should. Uh, do you have a favorite song from FGL's new album? No. 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 All right. 
You? I really am digging y'all boys. That's kind of a jam. It's probably, that's probably I'm not too. a y'all boy, but you I could be a y'all boy. Yeah, you could be a y'all boy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Throwback jam. <laughs> okay, so my throwback, I was like, oh, there's no way this qualifies for a throwback, but it's been a while. This is 2006, so... Oh, that's over 10 years. Like 13 years ago. Carrie Underwood released in August 2006 her third single off her freshman album. So small? No. That's like her, I think her second or third album. Maybe her second. But that is my that is my favorite Carrie Underwood song. Her third ever single? Yep. It's not you Just Take the Wheel. Nope. That was the first one. Um, Don't Forget to Remember Me was the second one. Yeah, and I'm trying to she, she really... At a 180 with the next song. Before He Cheats. That was her third single? Her third single. Big what? crossover song. Uh, was on number one on the charts for five weeks. It spent 64 consecutive weeks on the chart, which made it the sixth longest charting single in the history of the Hot 100. Um, I don't know why I thought that was later in her career. I know. It really kind of like jump-started her. Um, let's see, you know, it actually surprisingly, she won, uh, the Grammy that year for best female country vocal performance and the, the writers on the song won the Grammy award for best country song. Hmm. It received a nomination for song of the year at the Grammys, um, 2007 single of the year by the CMAs. And let's see, I think that's it. But I mean, she, she cleaned up pretty well with it. That's crazy. I think it's her largest selling single to date. I mean, at the time, 2006, 2007, uh, I think it, they said something how it was the, the first ever country song to sell over 2 million digital. I was going to say that was right at the peak of mm-hmm. iTunes and... Yeah. I mean, streaming had definitely hadn't started. No. Yet. It once was the best selling country song of all time. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that was 2006, you said? 2006 and 2000... Yeah, it was released in 2006. When did she, when did she win Idol? 2004. That's 2005, just, I think, maybe? 2004, 2005? That's just crazy to see how she auditioned, yes. like very shy. Instant success. Plucked like she, a chicken, and then yeah. breaking records with... Yeah. Wow. And actually, like fun fact, it once was the best-selling song by an American Idol contestant, but now it's the third best-selling. Do you want to know who the other two are? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Kelly Clarkson? Yes. Do you know a particular song? That's hard, but... Um, I'm going to guess the one with Jason Aldean. No, it's actually Stronger. Oh, okay. I can see that. And the other one, a more recent winner, I guess. Um, it's, it's the most downloads or... Best selling. Scotty or Lauren Elena? No, this guy has the same name twice. Oh, uh, <laughs> H, right? Philip Phillips. Philip Phillips, yeah. <laughs> Um, with home. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one did kind of take it off. Did. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's crazy. If you like look back at the video, not that she's aged, but she looks young. I could yeah. Huh. That kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Interesting. Good. Uh way back in nineteen ninety four. What a great year. Right. So I thought this would be appropriate because Cars it was books? no. Oh. Uh in 1994, this week, John Michael Montgomery's I Swear was the number one song oh. in country music. And it was the week you were born. Oh. Yeah. I like 
like that. There's a connection. I thought we were doing trivia for a second. I'm like, you just kind of gave it away, but no. I'm with you. Um, it's a great song. It was. It was written by these two guys named Frank Myers and Gary Baker. So Frank lived three hours from Gary. Frank lived, I think, in the sh- at the shores in Alabama. Um, and, or no, Gary lived in the shores. Anyhow, Frank was driving you could down. You tell me. The, I don't even remember their names. Yes. Great. I want to get it right, though. Okay. So one guy was driving down to the shores to co-write with them. He's leaving Nashville. And the other guy calls on the way and says... I got this idea in my head for a song. Just think about it on the way down. He's like, it's something around the idea of I swear, and it's about promising and everlasting love. So on the drive down, this guy is literally writing <laughs> lyrics as, as stuff's <laughs> coming to him. He's got like a recorder. Yeah. He's singing like melodies and choruses into it. So they got down there, and pretty immediately they went to a recording studio and kind of hammered it out. Um it was pitched to John Michael Montgomery three different times, and he kept saying no because it sounded too pop sounding. And it actually basically sat on a shelf for like five years what? Um, until he recorded it. So he recorded it. was a big hit in country music, but it had crossover appeal. I was going to say, it didn't like the Backstreet Boys do it? No. Okay. Um, hopeful. No. So so he recorded it as a country sing- country song. And it was kind of getting some play on pop, so that they were thinking. I think it was Atlantic Records he was on. They were trying to persuade him, like, do we have him record more of a pop version, whatever? And they're like, no, we don't really want to, like, take that. You know, kind of make country music industry mad. So then they went to the band All for One, uh... and that's the band that ended up recording it and turning that into a massive, massive, yeah. massive pop hit. Um, but they didn't really change it, is it? It doesn't sound poppy when the band is it? It's, uh, it, maybe it's not so much pop as, as more of like R&B okay. sound to it. I'll play it after okay. um, we're done here. But yeah, it's and when you listen to John Michael Montgomery's version, it doesn't really sound pop. Right. See, which, is in, which is interesting because nowadays everyone is complaining about country music right now sounding like pop. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but if people thought that was pop, like. Hmm. Right. That's my like big thing when they do crossovers. They say a country song, oh, this would be great as a pop song, and then they put that beat behind it. It's like, if you thought it was good in the first place, yeah. why change it? Like It'll still be successful without like adding fake noise to the back of it. Right. That's a good point, because I don't, I don't think that extra stuff is going to make it go from like, oh, a song in, like, it in the 30s. It becomes a worse song, like, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just cheapens it. I agree. Almost. Maybe we're biased. I don't know. No, we're right. We're always right. So I have a boatload of trivia for you this week. All right. I'll get my life jacket on. All right. I think you're going to know most of these. Okie dokie. The ACM Awards left Los Angeles for Las Vegas in 2003, where it has been ever since. Except... When they went to Texas for the 50th year. Bingo. One for one. And that was, um, I think, most... Like the largest attendance for an award show it was like seventy thousand. Yeah. Well, you put them in a, yeah. a stadium that holds <laughs> nearly a hundred thousand. I hope that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, who has won the most ACM awards? I'll give you four options. Is it Miranda? It's either Miranda Lambert, Brooks and Dunn, Shania Twain, or Tim McGraw. It's Miranda. It is not Miranda. What? She's very close. I read somewhere that she became. She's won the most. Um, I think you read wrong. Are you sure? 100%. All right. Who won the most? 
Brooks and Dunn have 27. I thought Miranda had 30. Whatever. I'm not going to dispute you right now. I, I seriously like was just reading before here that she was the winningest at the ACMs. I'll double check. Okay. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Whatever. Brooks and Dunn, according to my searching, and Emily's going to like look this up now because she wants she wants to prove a point, and I'd be doing the exact same thing. Shania Twain only has four. Really? Tim McGraw only has 14, according to my numbers. Who knows? I'm not a math major. I don't work in math every day. But I can read, and that's what I was reading. Okay. What is the internet? Do you believe the boot? Yeah. Okay. Miranda Lambert is now the most awarded artist in ACM history. Uh, country superstar Miranda Lambert made history at the 2018 ACM Awards on Sunday evening. Her win in the category of Song of the Year for her song Tin Man, blah, 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 made Lambert the most awarded artist in the history of the ceremony, making it her 30th ACM win. What? Mike, drop. <sighs> All right. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> Can return your gift. Um, okay. I can though. Can't I, know, I? I know. Actually, no, I think I sent it to you. Oh, I think I do have it. Oh, I should check on that. Anyway, um, <laughs> the first ever ACM Entertainer of the Year was awarded in 1970 to whom? Merle. Merle. Yes. The Golden Child. The other notable names around that time period was Glenn Campbell, who we've mentioned, Chris Christopherson, and Buck Owens uh, were kind of the main. They kind of said like Johnny and like. Um, Charlie Pride cleaned up at the CMAs in Nashville, and then the California yeah. West Coast cleaned up in the ACM. There's definitely, and I can kind of see it. It still is kind of the same way with like it seems like Miranda cleans up cleans up at the ACM. Yeah, and like the CMAs. It's like ah, oh, it's carries right. Like, yeah. Hmm. Uh, my last main trivia question. I have a few other randoms. Oh goodness. <laughs> Which California country artist was stabbed when he was 18? Was it Tyler Rich, Devin Dawson, Brett Young, or John Party? Oh, goodness. Was it Johnny? It was Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, my understanding when I was reading is that he got into a fight with a guy, and the guy stabbed him a couple times, <gasps> and um, whoever John was with, his buddy must know some sort of first aid or knew which hospital to take him to, but basically... They, Whatever hospital they went to first wasn't equipped to treat it, so they had to go to another one. So they were driving all over, and oh yeah, and then the person who stabbed them ended up serving like some jail time, and they have a felony, yeah, um, offense on their wow. record. Wow, John's so. a big guy. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, so he was. I mean, eighteen. Yeah. I mean, who knows? We were all kind of dumber when we were younger, but uh, yeah, he was uh, eighteen. He was getting stabbed. I have a whole new appreciation for him. Right? Yep. All right. Since you're going to Napa Valley, I got some yeah. Napa Valley trivia for you. Bring it. Um, it's more like guest numbers. It's, we'll just go with it. Okay. How many wineries are there in Napa County, California? Oh, goodness. Do I get a range? Uh, no, because I, I, I'm only given a range. Okay. It's like over this amount. 43. Oh, you got to go way higher. 143. <laughs> over 420. What? Yes. Oh, Wild. I'm overwhelmed now. Wild. Mm-hmm. I think we're making it to like six. That's fantastic. Yeah. Maybe you'll have to go back every oh, year. Oh, absolutely. In like 70 years, you'd hit them all. 403. Yeah. Wild. Right? Wild. I just can't imagine that. 
Uh, in what year did the first winery open? Eighteen hundreds. Yep. Eighteen eighty-six. Eighteen sixty-one. Forget the name of the gentleman, but he bought this plot of land in eighteen sixty and planted and yeah. officially opened in eighteen sixty-one. They weren't worried about the Civil War out there. No, mm-hmm. I mean my understanding is that it was right around the same time as like the gold rush or shortly after. Like, oh yeah, the wineries took off. Yeah, what's uh, better than gold? Wine. <laughs> Yeah, true. Uh, this stat blew me away. Mind you, it is California, so things are more expensive out there. But do you have an idea of how much the average acre is sold for? I don't even know what the average acre in Wisconsin is sold for. Not, not this, let me tell you. Otherwise, it's like 25000 too high. No, it's $100,000. Per acre? Per acre. It's that... In demand, it's yes. that. Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, obviously, there's some fluctuation with it, but that's kind of like the going rate, wow. in, so to speak. Why don't people just sell it? Yeah. Well, it's... I mean, I'm sure they're making yeah, plenty more on it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. They. I mean... Yeah, you still have to pay your staff and like... But let's say you have a 50-acre plot, which isn't huge... That's what, $5 million? See ya, I'm going to Europe. But then what are you making on the amount that you're producing? And like, yeah, it's it's more long term. Holy buckets. Crazy. I need to rethink my wardrobe. I'm going to a prestigious place here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beauty. Two more. Uh, How many years does it take for a vine to produce good quality fruit? How many years? Yeah. Three. Uh, they said it was about six to seven out there. Oh. So that is one. Um, and the last one, which I think is very pertinent to you and your friends. Oh, no. What percent of wine purchased is consumed within 24 hours? Ooh, like 89%? 90%. <laughs> Hundred, yeah. Yeah. I read that and I'm like... Like what? Why even have gift shops? Just right. Just have just um, pop it. That's so true, though. I mean, or if I buy something, it's for the immediate mm-hmm. drinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure some are gifts and stuff, but yeah. yeah. So wow, I need to brush up on my wine trivia. Yep. Yeah. I'll throw those at the girls this weekend. Let's do it. I'll probably drop it at some winery too. Be like, wow, I know your land's worth a thousand, hundred thousand dollars. Well, then again, if I got it from the same information that I got the Brooks and Denham <laughs> Randall Lambert, maybe it's wrong. <laughs> Who really knows? So anyhow, anything else? I think what's what's on the horizon? We got uh, New Smithfield. New Smithfield and Thomas weeks. Rhett. New Thomas Rhett song. Maren Morris, uh, new album yes. in two weeks, Ooh, I believe. That's going to be good. Um. Yeah, March is cranking up to a new George Strait album, yeah. Low Cash. I'm also going to put aside that everyone should go check out Brothers Osborne's video for I Don't Remember Me. Oh, yeah, I haven't done that yet. Really, really solid video. I have it on repeat, but that's the only thing I can, can think of at the moment that y'all should do. Sweet. Well, have fun. And California. Send me snaps and Here we go. make me jealous. but I can do that. Okay. Enjoy the snow. Yes, I will. I will. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go pour a glass of wine and sit in the snowbank. That's this fine. I mean, you could probably buy a bottle for the price of a glass out there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, this is fun. Um, if you're listening to us and you have not subscribed to us on iTunes, please hit that little button. What you doing? Please do that. And then also leave us a review or a good rate one. us. Four stars or better. Yep. That's our rule. Please. Um, we're on Apple iTunes or iTunes, Apple Podcast, whatever. You know where it is. It's that purple app on your iPhone. It says podcast. Yes. If you don't have that, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. Those are the two other ones. Check us out, raisinat.blog. Um, we'll keep previewing the new or reviewing new music and kind of throwing back to the the good stuff that we're raised on too. So follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, yeah, I think one other thing. Side note here is March. We need to figure out what we want our March Madness bracket Ew. to be. So we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll have to figure that out. But stay tuned for that. You'll have to vote for something. We just yeah. don't know what well, yet. Yeah, we'll make it fun. We'll think of it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll wing it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're wingers. Exactly. Anywho. Well. This was a great closing. Really well done. Ended on a very, very high note. Anywho. All right. That's it for us. All right. California, here I come. There she goes. Mm -hmm.